the one thing that every pharmacist does not want to deal with but will have to face in their career is managing conflict in the pharmacy. Another word, drama. There are two ways that pharmacists try to handle altercations, heal a toxic work environment, and create a thriving pharmacy culture. The most common way causes more harm than good and actually destroys all of the above long-term, while the alternative creates wins in both the immediate short-term and long-term. And in this episode, I'm going to share exactly what to do and what not to do. So if you've ever worked in a drama-filled pharmacy, you do not want to miss what I share in this episode. You are listening to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. And without further ado, I'm here to help you. It's time to thrive instead of just survive. This is your weekly dose of growth for how to make that happen. Because you, my friend, are about to have a breakthrough. Let's pop, lock, and drop it. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Whether it's your own pharmacy staff, patient altercations, or heated discussions with other healthcare providers. As a pharmacist, you have been there before. You know the feeling of tension in the air so thick that it's thick spelled with three C's, where you can't believe your ears and what you are seeing, sometimes wondering when you got promoted to babysitter status. Because there are all kinds of levels of altercations, drama, and issues from simple misunderstandings to downright illegal activity. And as the pharmacist, you are the team leader who is expected to step up and handle it. Now, there's something they didn't teach you in pharmacy school, but I bet you wish they did. That's some real talk, and I'm going to share exactly what it is, because here is the reality. The standards you must meet as a pharmacist are perfection, because one mistake could literally kill somebody. The margins for error are so small that one little misstep can derail your entire day which leads to an aura of stress and tension that everybody feels. Maybe you've had one of those days, and if you work in community, you know what I'm talking about. If there's a little snafu when you open, that ripples to the rest of the day. It's such a small margin that any little thing can totally catapult and do a 180 on your progress. So, if that's the environment, if everybody is on edge, and things don't go perfectly, can you imagine? It's only a matter of time before someone snaps. What happens next can either build up your culture or strip away any respect that your colleagues have for you. And it distills down to two action choices. 
Now, when someone steps out of line, if you choose to ignore it, that is not take action, choose to let it slide, or what you're really thinking is not my problem, I'll deal with it later. If you do not act, what you are saying to the person misbehaving and your entire staff, team, patients, everyone, what you are saying by not acting is, I am okay with that behavior. Whether you explicitly say that or not, that is the exact message you are communicating. So I want you to hear me loud and clear. What you tolerate will continue. Unfortunately, this tends to be the default inaction that pharmacists take, especially new grads, mainly from the fear of saying or doing the wrong thing. Because you're new, you don't have anything to go on. If you've been a pharmacist for any length of time, you know exactly what happens if you do nothing when there is something that needs addressed. The behavior and conflict builds and builds and builds until it can't be ignored anymore because it's such a huge problem. But because it's grown into such a huge problem, it's a lot more difficult and takes a lot longer to resolve to salvage any semblance of harmony. If you work for a company or an organization, be sure to follow their policy and procedures likely outlined by human resources to follow guidelines on how to handle it and bring it to the attention of your immediate supervisor. Now, that's inaction. When it comes to taking action rather than just ignoring the problem, there are two choices that pharmacists make. And as I mentioned earlier, one will destroy your culture and one will nurture it. Unfortunately, when it comes to picking these two actions, the more common route is the more damaging one. So I'm going to start there so that you know clearly what not to do because the choice that most pharmacists tend to make when trying to handle conflict in the pharmacy is through condemnation. Going in with accusations without having all the information even if you think you know all sides of the story. Because if you come at it with guns blazing, addressing the person, pointing out what the individual did wrong, right off the bat, that does accomplish a few things. First, the person that you're speaking to will get extremely defensive and argumentative. Their walls will go way up and they'll be fortified. You won't be able to get them back down. So now, you've just taken a hot situation and thrown gasoline on the flame. And if we fast forward to the ending of this, the person is going to feel attacked, insulted, especially if you reprimand them in front of your colleagues, which, rare, like, never do that if you can at all avoid it. And they'll likely quit or mentally check out, so they'll quit mentally, from performing at their best. Those who witness the interaction of you coming in guns blazing, your colleagues, your staff, anyone else, will be a lot less prone to share anything with you. They're going to be silent most of the time and hesitant to share anything for fear of being treated the same way. You have now effectively driven a wedge between you and your staff. Your productivity will go down for the entire team, which will affect 
patient satisfaction, and quality of service, those will plummet. But your stress levels and frustration, those will skyrocket. They'll go way up. And you'll wonder why your best techs left and you're left scrambling with more responsibility and less help than you had before. Sound familiar? It happens all the time. So don't do that. Now that you know what not to do and why it doesn't work, addressing an issue with accusation and condemnation, that's what not to do. Now that you know that's not what to do, it's time to learn the secret sauce, the alternative, what to do because it works. The most effective way to approach conflict is through one simple word, curiosity. That's right. Approaching the situation and individuals involved with questions. Seek first to understand before being understood is a dose of truth that has withstood decades of validity. When you approach a situation with curiosity, inquisitiveness, and a genuine desire to understand what led to that behavior and the situation, those that are involved are going to be more open, more honest, and you'll find the truth in most cases. Controlling your emotions, gathering all the facts and sides of the story, and stepping away from the situation to think logically for a course of action to make things right is what's going to allow you to lead with compassion, enforce what needs corrected, and set the standard that you will not tolerate similar behavior without getting involved should it happen again. You are setting a standard for your culture based on the actions and how you handle actions that need to be addressed. It communicates a lot of things. It shows your colleagues how you handle others and yourself, making them a lot more likely to share things with you in the future that could prevent misunderstandings from erupting into shouting matches, which never happen in your pharmacy, I'm sure. <laughs> they will trust you more. They will be more invested in your leadership. They will be more compliant with what you ask. And this will pay off in the long term through a culture of community, enhanced productivity, better service and care for your patients, more professional interactions with allied healthcare professionals, and position you such that prevention is going to be your strategy for managing potential issues rather than trying to cure a catastrophe that wasn't handled early on. It's really that simple. And I know if you're new to the pharmacy game, if you're a new pharmacist, it might sound simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy. The first couple interactions that you have to step in on, those are going to be the most difficult. But again, it's a lot easier to set a standard up front than it is to try to correct it down the road. So while it might not be comfortable, very few people like conflict. You're the person that's responsible as a pharmacist to step in in most cases. 
So I know that the whole topic of pharmacy conflict isn't talked enough about. Like, we don't talk about it enough, but we all deal with it. And while every single pharmacist will face it in their career, that means you. That's the whole reason that I created this podcast platform, to share the truth about what you will really deal with in pharmacy and practical solutions that will actually work in the field to help you thrive as a pharmacist instead of just survive. So real quick, if you're a return listener, can you do me a favor and rate and review the podcast? I'm not really big on asking for these types of things, but we're trying to get this podcast to more pharmacists who need to hear this information. And I think it takes less than a minute. So if you could do that, it would make me love you a very, very, very long time. And since I don't charge for this, that's my only ask. Okay, recap time. If you are facing conflict in your pharmacy, ignoring it will only cause long-term damage in all the ways I mentioned throughout this episode. So you have two choices on how to act. Approach it with accusation and jump into dialogue with guns blazing or address it with curiosity by seeking to understand through asking questions. Most pharmacists, unfortunately, choose to accuse and go in with red-hot emotion and flex their authority, which almost always causes long-term damage to your pharmacy culture and takes a lot longer to repair. But if instead you choose to be curious, the quality of questions you ask will determine the quality of pharmacy culture you create. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you're new to the podcast, we dispense a new nugget of must-know pharmacist wisdom every single week. So make sure you subscribe to never miss what you wish you knew, but were never taught. This is your space for grace and your place to script yourself to become a thriving, fulfilled, purpose-driven pharmacist. That's the Fit Pharmacist lifestyle, and you've been listening to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Martin, and until next time, go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless.